welcome back to our podcast, Two PTs in a Pod. Yes, it's two this week. Yay, we're back. <laughs> How have you been? Yes, good, thanks. Do- good. Double, double trouble. Double trouble, we're yeah. back. Um, yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Do you ever feel like dead weird when we come on the podcast and like we start the conversation from the beginning, even though we talk for like half hour before we start? I know, we really, and then we kind of like talk about what we should talk about on here. Yeah, sometimes though I think oh, I'll save that for the podcast and then I think that I'm going to forget about it, so I don't. Well, I just wanted to say that I've had a very good weekend because I didn't die. Yay! <laughs> okay, background info, go. Um, so Davey was on a stag do this weekend, no one knew about that because I didn't want anyone to find me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to stay on my, I was going to stay at his mum's and then my mum's for two days because I was scared about staying on my own <laughs> but she grew some balls and I stayed at home and a serial killer didn't come in and hurt me <laughs> I did sweat like mad the first night though I was way under the covers like my feet were in and everything and <laughs> I put the fan on at the same time and I was like this is pointless because <laughs> I literally could like just imagine a alley underneath a cover with her eyes just out of it with a little a little space for breathing. And you couldn't have the window open in case somebody climbed in. Exactly. So, um, yeah, the tap did keep... Um, Dripping? Yeah, just letting loose of, like, a big bit of water and I kept jumping. <laughs> but then the second and third night, I felt like I was over it and now I feel like I've conquered a fear. Do you know, mate, I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I think that's absolutely bloody amazing. Kai messaged me. And she wrote, Ali, and I was like, oh my god, what? I'm this type of person that either text you straight away, or it's days, or you might not even get a reply because I forgot. But she texts Ali, and two seconds later, I was like, what? And she said, are you still alive? <laughs> oh, I didn't expect her to be online. I was like, going to write the whole thing out before, you know? Well, she scared me. She was like, Ali, you <laughs> know, when you've been naughty and your mum's... If she doesn't reply to me... I'll just send that message. <laughs> I've learned, I've learned. So how anyway. has your weekend been? Well, mate, I had a similar situation to you. I was home alone this weekend. I didn't know this, by the way. Until just now. Yeah. Um, and, well, I didn't... I think I told a few people. Basically, my parents went away for their wedding anniversary, so I was home alone in this building site of a house. And uh, so I stood in my bedroom, and um, I was epilating... And I was just naked, because, you know, I was home alone. And I heard this Feeling sound. Feeling free. <laughs> yeah. And I heard this sound. And this sound sounded like somebody was in my loft. Right? So, the house that I'm in at the minute is a bungalow. It's going to be converted into, like, a house. And the loft is just open all the time with the ladder going up there. And I was like, holy shit, somebody's in the house. I was like, what do I do? Stood there naked. And then I was like, oh, my God, put a dressing gown on. Like, imagine if they come in and they, like, try to rape you or murder you or something. <laughs> That's so, not funny, by the way. <laughs> no. So these are like genuinely the thoughts that go through my head. Yeah, like I, I it is a fear yeah. that that would happen. I know, I put my dressing gown on and obviously like it's a big fluffy warm one and I was sweating right, <laughs> with nerves and it just wasn't the comfiest. And I just stood in my room in silence for about five minutes and I was like, right, well, you've got to go find out where this noise has come from. So I lock the door. Like Every time I come in, I lock the door like, well, I just lock it. So both doors were locked, front and back, and I was like, oh my God, like, and my brother had been up in the loft, like, the week before, um, like, sorting some stuff out, and he'd left the window open up there by accident, and I was like, oh my God, what if he's left it open, somebody's climbed up the scaffolding, got in the loft, 
So absolutely cracking my pants. Anyway, went into like the miniature living area we've got at the minute. Nobody in there. And I was like, right, do I go in the loft? And no, of course I don't go in the loft. Like, what if somebody has a shotgun and like going to shoot me in the face or something when I poke my head up? <laughs> so, Did I create this fear for you? <laughs> no, man, I've always had this fear. That I had a time when I was in Egypt as well and I could hear noises in the room when I was in the shower. And I was like, oh my God. But there was like offices behind the shower, like um, in the basement, and that's where it's coming from. But I went towards the noise anyway, and I just thought all these things. Anyway, so I went back, finished ablating, and I was like, right, well, I'm gonna have to like grow some balls and go in the loft just in case there's anybody in there and they kill me tonight in my sleep. Um, so I went up there, anyway, I had a quick look around, couldn't see anyone, and I was like, okay, phew, there's nobody in the loft. And I was like, right, how strange, like, where did that noise come from? And like, I thought either it was somebody in the house or, cause it is like an actual building site, it was somebody on the outside, like doing something in the building site. I'm like, but surely people wouldn't just go into somebody's house on the building site. Anyway, that was it for that day. I went for a walk the next morning and there was a huge wooden beam that had like fallen down, but only one side of it. So it scraped the whole of the outside of like my bedroom wall going down. And that was so, obviously the noise. Yeah, suddenly, um, it was quite nice knowing that there's nobody else in my house. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I have a cat that does make like noises, so I'm like, is that the cat or is it oh, like God, something else? Yeah. But like, I said this to my client, and then she goes, "Yeah, when I was about twenty, someone broke into my house actually and um, burgled all my like cause it was oh a burglary." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you're making <laughs> me scared." <laughs> Did she wake up for it? I don't, I, don't know if she, I don't know if she was in there. I don't know if she was in uh, there at the time. Mate, but, um, I had a couple of friends who went camper vanning in France. They went on a campsite, asleep. They had the window open a fraction because it was like when it was really hot weather and they got burgled as they slept. Oh, my God. And they didn't wake up for it. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, and their door was locked. Somebody had obviously like gone through that tiny hole to like open it. And I'm like, how do you not wake up, like? Yeah, right. But then I, I guess, like, if you're with somebody, you feel safe anyway. Yeah, you do, yeah. 100%. Um, but, yeah. But we've also had a very sad week. Yes, it was very sad. A lot of things happened. Yeah. Finishing off with poor old Queen. Oh, uh, do you know, I absolutely loved Queenie. Yeah, me too. I was so sad. Mate, I was. I didn't think I'd be that emotional, but never met her. I feel like if we had met, we might have been best mates. Yeah. Me too. Like, I told my friend that, and she's like, what do you and the Queen possibly have in common? I was like, she likes to keep fit. I like keeping people fit. I was like, she's old. I like old people. <laughs> she likes tea. I like tea. <laughs> but honestly, I have so much respect for that woman. Yeah, same. Did you see the photo of her, like, two days before, when she, was, she still had a little handbag on? I know, and that smile. And there was an interview of the photographer who took those photos and she said oh, really? yeah the one where she stood by herself and she's just smiling and like yeah. her smile was just beaming she was like it was just so natural it wasn't posed she just looked up and smiled and I was just like taking photos but um I've always respected the queen I've never really well I never used to know like what the royals did I just knew we had a royal family started watching the crown yeah and I know it's not all true right yeah. but it just made me respect Queenie so much more. Yeah, and I know. I just thought she was absolutely fucking brilliant. I also think, like, being crowned at 27... Yeah. When it's 25? I think she was queen at 25, but something... Oh, like, coronation. Coronation happened a year later. Yeah, or yeah. something. But um, 
for her whole life, she had to be, you know, just for the people. She didn't really have her her life normally like we would, would she? Like, no, not she couldn't sure. just pop out to Morrison's. Let's just say that. Well, apparently, there's <laughs> don't like, tell me she has. Yeah. So she's like popped down to like the local village store, like wherever she stayed. So the re- one of the reasons I obviously don't know this firsthand. It's just what I've read. One of the reasons she likes staying in Balmoral Castle so much is because it's in like the Highlands, I think, and it's like nobody around, so they've got so much freedom. And obviously, when she's in public, normally she's in bright coloured clothes, so, like everybody knows who she is. Yeah. But when she's like dressed up in like a little farmer's stuff and like little scarf on, people don't recognise her. And she went somewhere, and I think she was with a policeman. I'm or sorry, something. but how can you not recognise the Queen? I'm well, sorry. <laughs> there was um, some American tourists come over, and they asked her if she knew the I've Queen. I've seen that video. I've she, seen it. Or if she'd met the Queen, and she said, "No, I haven't, but he has." And then there was another time when she did something like she went into the village and like nobody recognised her she went and got cakes or something and it just makes you think like how many times she's actually done it yeah because like you're, you'll never expect to meet her no like imagine meeting on my square beach like just sunbathing like you'd never think of it yeah like, her voice might give her away yeah but, yeah it's, uh, but yeah no I'm with you she literally put this country just in an her life. inspiration such yeah. a um, empowering woman Oh, God, yeah. And yeah. I, like, like, I said to Ali before this podcast, like, we had a conversation about it, and I just said, like, you knew it was going to happen because it happens to everyone, but some part of me just thought she was going to go on forever. Yeah. Because she's always been there. Yeah. And I think it's really sad now. We're never going to have, like, that, like, a queen again, I don't think, in our lifetime anyway. Hope- no. Well, hopefully nothing yeah. happens, you know. My like- brother said that, and, like, I never thought about it, and... But then we've never had a king either. Yeah, we've never had so, a king. I just quite like the, like, the woman, yeah. like, you know. She was a badass. Yeah. Like, legit. I don't think, oh, I don't know, but I don't think anybody else would come close. I just think ev- everyone, like, every country loved the queen. Yeah. Like, everyone knew our queen. Yeah. So much respect for her. Did you know she was fluent in French? No. Yeah. I didn't know that either. God, you know all the facts. Yeah. Well, I've seen like all these like videos. Like, yeah, there's loads of videos, isn't there? Have you seen the one where the Canadian Prime Minister said like um, something about her long and tireless service, and she was like, "Thank you, President or Prime Minister of Canada, for making me feel so old." <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> but yeah, but I bet. And then there's one video that I've seen where she's on this balcony or like something with Prince Philip, like not the main one of Buckingham Palace, but she just like starts dancing with like probably Carlton style dance from like Fresh Prince. Oh, I love it. And I was like, oh my God, there's going to be like so much to her that we never saw. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. But, but yeah. um, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, we love you, Queenie. I feel like there should be a little silence for a while now. <laughs> How can we carry the conversation on now? Uh... Well, um, we've got a bit of a deep podcast today. Bit of a deep podcast, a deep yeah. one. So this was a question that got sent in, sent in, sent in, um, and we're really sorry for not getting to it sooner. Yeah, we were meant to do it as our next podcast about five weeks ago. Yeah. So, but our biggest yeah. fan sent this one in. Yeah. So shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> So anyway, um, I'll try and read it out without... So she said, 
I feel like training is almost a therapy and a coping strategy for mental health. I also feel like a lot of people, battles, are turning to it as a positive outlet, especially PT-led, where it's maybe more of a safe space. Is this something you guys have experienced, and is it something you think our NHS slash government should look at for treatment for mental health? I know they advise to exercise, but what about if they actually funded PTs to help? And then we've got another question. And then she said, I love your podcast, by the way. <laughs> she signed it off her biggest fan. Her biggest fan. Um, and then the second question we've got is, how do you guys cope when you hit a low nowadays? After a huge high the last few months, I feel like I've run out of steam. I love that. Your biggest fan. I love you so much, Kainali. Oh. <laughs> 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 so deep and then we just kill it <laughs> no I think that's a really good question yeah I think it's brilliant I'm going to leave it up just so we can refer back to it yeah so I think just a dis- disclaimer that we aren't mental health experts <laughs> no we're not this is just but this is just opinions and, and our opinions yeah yeah so I think um, exercise working out anything like that is just hugely beneficial for your mental health because firstly, it releases feel-good endorphins. Yeah. So it gives you, I wouldn't say a high, but it gives you like, well, it is like a post. Yeah, like, like a little high, high, really. Like a little shoot of adrenaline. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Tesco's invited me because I'm a first <laughs> That was my email going off. Um, but yeah, and I think with mental health sometimes i think it's so hard for somebody who's like struggling internally to actually get up and do something yeah from what i understand it's really hard for some people to get out of bed and to actually do anything when they're struggling with their mental health yeah so i think like trying to do anything like this is going to be the last thing on their mind yeah i think sometimes it's for some people in really low spaces it's not the best thing to do is like really work out as hard as you can like Mm. but movement is better than nothing even if it's just a walk or getting some fresh air or you know I think sometimes when you are in a really low space the last thing you want to do is have really intense exercise where it's just going to make you feel even worse yeah but it's also somewhere that you can get your frustrations out on as well so it's very situation dependent I think I think that's a very good way of phrasing it. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely a outlet for some people. Yeah. And I think it can be a safe space because even if they can't really control the way that they're feeling or thinking at that moment in time, their workout or their run or whatever they choose to do is something that they can control within that situation. Yeah. And they have their own thinking space as well. Yeah. And like they say about um, like a PT-led session, I don't know about you, but a lot of my clients talk to me about things and yeah. I feel like it is their safe space and they feel like they, it's, it's a, we're people that aren't their best friends or aren't too close to them, mm. but not Sometimes it's easier to talk to somebody who isn't so close to you. Yeah. Um, and you know with your PT, like your PT is going to know pretty much everything about you. Yeah. And they're never going to spill it, like yeah. client confidentiality. Or if they do, then get a new PT. <laughs> yeah, suck them off. But you know that it's going to be a safe space, so they're already trusting in you. Yeah. So as well as like getting that hit of feel-good endorphins, it's somebody to 
um, release on. Yeah. And it's kind of therapy in a way. Yeah. I know sometimes, I have a few, few clients that struggle with um, quite bad mental health, but some days they can come in and they think, oh, they're not good today. Mm. Let's do something a bit more, um, not too brutal, because, yeah. you know, they don't feel like that today, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But we'll still get a session done to make them feel good and, uh, you know, yeah. go out there feeling like they're going to, they've achieved something or yeah. they're happier or what. Yeah. Yeah. It's just switching up the style of training with them as well. Yeah. Adapting. Yeah. To how you're feeling. Sometimes you'll be able to tell that they just need to let off steam. Sometimes they just need to pick up some heavy shit and throw it around. Yeah. So I had a client yesterday, actually, she won't mind me saying, I won't say who it is, but she come in feeling really upset, tears and all that. And then we went through just a half an hour session and then she left smiling mm. laughing and it was just like amazing to see that transition of having a bad day to then feeling happier after yeah i also think as well that when they do that and they come to you um and even if they're like telling you about their problems or telling you about like how they feel the whole conversation isn't going to be about that and as they're working out their mind will start thinking about something else yeah so like if they're working out their mind will be on the exercises they're doing or thinking, oh, fucking, when's this going to be over? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, as your PT as well, like, we'll talk to you about it, but then we'll be talking about the what we're going to do in the workout and, like, other things as well. Yeah. So it kind of flips your mind around and it just gives you a little space away. Yeah. From what it's like. But I feel like a lot of people say, <laughs> I don't know if you get it, oh, sorry, sorry for that, like, I shouldn't be yeah. saying this to you or whatever, but it's nothing that... No, I don't mind I'd rather all. somebody spoke to me about something. Yeah. And even if just by listening, I can help than yeah. not. Yeah. Like I had, um, it wasn't a client; it was a friend, and they were messaging me, and they never open up to anybody. Yeah. Like they'll just be like, "Oh, life's really hard at the minute," and they'll give you like a little gloss over. And I hate prying. Like I'll never pry because one, it's not my business. And two, I only want them to talk to me to make them feel better. Yeah. So, like, and I just said to her, I was like, you, uh, I think you need to talk to somebody or, like, you know that I'm over here. Like, if you did ever need to offload. And she was like, no, no, no. And she takes on everybody else's problems, never offloaded. Anyway, I think one day it just got too much to her. And she, like, she sent me, like, huge paragraphs just offloading. And then she just kept apologizing every message after that for offloading. Yeah. And I was like, don't ever apologise. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I always think a problem shared is a problem halved. Because like, the minute you tell somebody, you do instantly think, feel better. Because in your brain, you make it out to be so much bigger than what it is. Yeah. But yeah, so if you are ever struggling, and you're with your PT, and they're a good PT, talk to them about it. Regardless, you should talk to someone. Yeah, not just the PT. Just because it will help. And you know... You should never have all these feelings kept inside because it will eat you up. Mm. Oh, yeah. Massively. And I think with the part about do you think our NHS or government should look at treatment for mental health, like with exercise, or like they advise exercise for what they actually funded PTs to help, what's your take on that? I know I started off saying I think, but I thought the question was different. (laughs) I think it's... a good idea but then at the same time would everyone start 
going for that because you know some people would see it as unfair if they were paying for it and then it's the like government boob jobs on the NHS it's all it's really it's really a tough one mm. because again it's funding pe- some people and not funding some people yeah. and it's very a fine line to say people can play on it you know we've all got a, a part of we can all have some mental health problems at some time and at some point of our lives, can't we? And I feel like it's in everyone. So how is it... How can you define it as yeah. such? Like, who's going to have it and who's not? Because they can't just fund everyone. Yeah, no, I'm I with you on that. I completely get what they, yeah. this person's meaning by it, but I, I also think it's a very hard one. Yeah. Um, I also said to Ali before this that I'm pretty sure that uh, doctors and like people are now prescribing like, I don't, I don't know what it's called, like um, cold water swimming or like not swimming, but like sea dips because yeah. it's so good for you mentally. Um, and like surf, I think it's surfing lessons actually, or it's something to do with being in the water. And I think it's really picked up over the last few years, like the amount of people who go in the water just for a dip, yeah, just to feel better. And like the difference you feel, like I don't even know what it is, but you do feel amazing once you come out, like nothing can make you feel better than that. Yeah. And that's obviously like something that anybody can do. Yeah. I um, mean, they could do some more stuff like, um, like community stuff. So like, I feel like they do the park run now and they do yeah. things like that. They could do a big group, you Workout. know, training session or whatever, that, yeah. like a funded one. But I think if everyone, every single person was getting this amount of, X amount of money for just a BT, I think it would, I don't know how much it will work. I, yeah, and I also don't think people will, uh, like, not appreciate, but like... Um, yeah, I know what you mean, like... Go, like, uh, oh, I'm going to use the word appreciate, but it's not appreciate... Like, they're not going to appreciate that PT and the work they put yeah. in either. you got to want it at the same time. Yeah, you? that's and, it. You know, if you're getting it handed to you, it's... Yeah. It, and there's, like, some... Like Ali said, there's so many other things that you can do. I um, think there's definitely, like, movements they could create. Or yeah. not just them, but, like, individuals could create to make it better for people and the community environment. Mm. But I do think they're trying with things such as parkrun and yeah things that they can do that's not gonna cost them a fortune yeah and have people actually appreciate yeah it for what it I is i mean they could always advise going to see a pt yeah they could always you know if someone went to them with mental health problems they could always advise go and see so and so or yeah. this or that but then you could just start off by going to classes yeah but then also with that I think it's, it's the first step for them doing it isn't it yeah that's the hardest bit so and also we got to remember not everyone loves hard hard exercise so there could be different classes for you know different people as well because sometimes I think gym classes are really hard for people to first start yeah do you agree unless they have like beginner classes yeah um yeah, no, I do. I think sometimes gyms might should put like, what what sort of class it is like mm. should have that because I I remember when I used to teach classes and like a beginner would come to my quite advanced class and I'd be like oh my god like what am I gonna do yeah. because 
I can't exactly say don't come, but I can't exactly like make it easier because everyone else has been coming for so long. Yeah. I can kind of tailor it, but at the same time, there's 25 people in here. Like, mm-hmm. how they do, do have that? beginner classes there now. They do put them on. They do beginner. They they used to do beginner beginners classes where we are, but I think every class could have that oh, little yeah. like subheading, advanced or intermediate yeah. or you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that's a good one. Yeah. That's every gym. Yeah. Not just one. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Um, but yeah, because that can be quite intimidating for somebody who's never been. It just puts people off, mm. you know? If they come to an advanced class and didn't realise it was advanced, it's um, easier to say. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I think one of the best things is if you do find somebody of like, or if you do have mental health problems, finding a PT or getting exercise in or going to a gym can be one of the best things that you can do for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you went to a gym and found um, a friendship group there, mm. you know, you, you find friends at a gym. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're, they're different friends to... Yeah. who you maybe hang around with now who you might not be able to speak to about these sort of things or people who aren't interested in going to the gym yeah yeah I think yeah I think we've covered that I think mostly yeah um so second question how do you guys cope when you hit a low nowadays I think I'm very good at talking to who I want to talk to now yeah. I have my people that I talk to and I don't feel like I'm burdening them, I guess. Mm. Um, one being my mum. <laughs> Yay, shout out Mama Kelly. Um, but I definitely think I've learned the hard way of not talking to people and then feeling the relief of talking, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, I'm the same as you. I have a select few who I'll open up to. Yeah. And talk to her about things. Um, but, like, I just take time for me as well. I'll yeah. literally, like, I won't shut myself off from the world, but I'll be like, okay, just take a few days away. Just, like, get more sleep, chill yeah. out a bit more, just have time for you to reevaluate. Yeah. I think sometimes time off social media can help as well. Mm. Like, having a few days with your family without being on your phone too much not feeling like you had to answer to anyone because I think even though social media is great it can also be very hard for some people yeah um yeah yeah no I'm with you and also I try to get outside vitamin D is one of the best things yeah like when I lived in Egypt <clears throat> I was rarely <laughs> for the first few years anyway I was really like down, I was really upset, and I just yeah. couldn't figure it out. And I think it's just due to the fact, like the amount of vitamin D that I was Go getting every day from the sun. Yeah. And in England, you don't get that. Even in the summer, you don't get enough. But in the still in the fresh air as well, just having fresh yeah. air is nice. Even if it's raining, put a raincoat on, put your... Yeah. And also, don't put pressure on yourself. Yeah. Like, I never, like if I'm having a really low time, I'll never put pressure on myself to work out. Like I'll still always try and hit my steps, but if there's like one or two days where I don't, I'm not mad about it. I'll just have like an evening, chilled out, watching yeah. TV. And that's the whole thing about adapting again, isn't it? Mm. Um, and ice cream used to make me feel better. But usually the things that make us feel low is, is 
the build up of pressure and doing too much. Yeah, it's like, like burning yourself out, isn't it? Yeah, you know. I only really feel low when I feel like I've done too much and I can't cope with everything. Yeah, and know? then it all gets on top of you and then you can't do anything. Yeah, and then it's time to just take a step back and think, did that really need to have to be done? Like, mm. <laughs> it could even be like, I'm not going to do my housework this week because I can't, I just can't focus on it. Like, mm. there's just little things. Priorities. Yeah. That's it. It's like, even though we're PTs and we work out loads, maybe me more so than Ali, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean like, no, 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 hanging out for the next bit. Like, <laughs> Ali works out more than me. <laughs> I thought you were just joking. <laughs> I was going to say that sometimes the workouts don't come priority. Like yeah. me more so than you. Like yeah, yeah. your workouts are more of a priority more of the time, whereas mine will take a back seat more of the yeah. time. That, that's what I meant. Not the... <laughs> Not that I work out more than Ali, because I don't. Mine's, that's a coping mechanism, though, for me as training. Yeah. Like, that's what I will fall to, but I definitely understand that not everyone... I think it depends on what's happening in your life at the same time. Like, so mine's usually, when life gets so busy, something's got to give. Yeah. And even though that's only an hour of my time, it's like the driving there, the driving back, like, doing it all, the getting changed and everything... And sometimes, for me, I just can't cope with it. Yeah. So I'll just take, like, a week or so out. Yeah. I think um, definitely points in my life it's been, like, I've not been able to train, though, Mm. because I've felt so shit at some points, you know. I've been, like, I've wanted to train, and I've got that, and I'm, like, my head's just not in it, my head's not just in it. And, you know, they're they're the times when I should have just went, you know what, I'm not going to train today. Yeah. And that's okay. I always give myself 10 minutes in the gym. Yeah. And there's only been, I think, three occasions over the last five years where I've gone in. Warmed up. I've, yeah, warmed up, started my session. I'm just like, it's not happening. It's not happening. And I've pushed through, like, the first couple of exercises. And I'm like, no, you can go in now. Yeah. Like, it's not happening. Um, But the majority of the time, once you push through, like, you start enjoying it. And I think as well, the longer you're into your fitness journey... The more, um, God, my, my words are just disappearing today. Uh, like, the more likely it is that you'll keep that workout in there. Yeah. So the, the longer I'm on my fitness journey, the less weeks out I take because I'm just not feeling it or whatever. Yeah. I sometimes, um, if I'm not feeling it, like you said, I'll just go, okay, I'm just going to go for a 20 minute run instead. Or I might go for a walk instead. Yeah. You know, like. I wouldn't run, but I'd go for a walk. <laughs> Still use that time to do something you feel mm. is productive. Yeah. Um, even if you meal prep or make some food or whatever, just make that or time. Or even take a nap if you need it. Yeah. Yesterday, I was... I so that. I had a huge flare-up of IBS at the weekend. And, like, it's not just you go to the toilet multiple times and I say it. It's like you're fatigued, you're exhausted. Like, your body's literally lost everything. Like, I basically cleared out in the space of four hours um, over and over. So, like, if you think about all the liquid that my body's lost, all the nutrients, everything like that. And then it, it carried on. Yeah. And then last night, it was my first netball match back. And it was, like, a late one. And I got in from work and I'd gone to the gym and it's deload week this week, which is just like perfect timing because I had like no energy, no power. I had bags and I went home and I was going to do some like admin work and I literally just lay on my bed for two hours hugging a pillow. 
Like, that was literally it, and I needed it. Do you find that um, before you'd push through... Like, I always used to feel like I had to be on the go all the time. Yeah. Did you feel like that? Yeah. And now you feel like... You and now I'm just... I'm only just learning, though. I, like, I am still at a stage where if I'm not working on my business, I feel guilty. Yeah. I feel like I have to be working all the time. And there was a, one stage where I was making up work, like, creating work, and I'm like, you, you don't need to do this. Yeah. Like, you don't have to. And, like, my social media has taken a backseat over the past couple of weeks, like... I've got a lot going on and I'm just like it's not my priority right now and also if you've got enough going on right now you don't need to be you don't need no. to be doing that and I feel exactly the same I think it's just as a self-employed person you're always developing your knowledge you're always de- developing your business mm. there's always something your brain to build. never switches off yeah you like, have to write programs yeah. do this do that even when you're lying in bed at night you're like oh I need to do this I need to do that I've oh, got I to message so and so back or blah yeah. blah like there's always something and I definitely feel like you get to a point where you you have to find a way which helps you switch off. Yeah. Um, whether that's going on holiday or having time with your family, putting your phone away or whatever, taking something out of your... Yeah. But also, life. just keep telling yourself as well that it's okay yeah. to do that. Like, yesterday, I was like, I shouldn't be lying down, I should be working. And then I'm like, no, do you know what? It's okay to just lie here for a couple of hours. And also... If you're good, and if you're in a good headspace, your work will be better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think. I think that as well. You yeah. can't give your your 100% you if you're running on 50%. Yeah. Everything's more productive. Yeah. Um, I think so on that. So, a little task for everyone. If you're feeling a little bit run down, find your you time find what you're gonna do don't be guilty for it yes it doesn't have to be the same as somebody else's we are all different don't think like if you and a friend are doing it together don't think oh she's doing that i should be doing that no yeah. it's got to work for you yeah ali's is going for a run mine's taking a nap <laughs> <laughs> to be fair kai i take a lot of naps yeah to be fair i don't take naps normally yeah i know i take i take naps probably three times a week mm. And it'll be like only 45 minutes or something like that. But if I'm up at 5.30 and then I've got to train at 5.30 at night, I need that nap. Yeah. So usually so Wednesdays, Fridays, have a little nap. No one come and try and kill me in my sleep, please. <laughs> now you know my routine. <laughs> so like Davey's back, you're saying. Yeah. My boy's not here. No, I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> um, so do you know what my downtime is at the minute? What? Um, Sunday evenings, SAS, Who Dares Wins. Oh my God, I'm loving it. Oh, me too. Did you see that he knocked himself out? Oh this my week? God, yeah. <laughs> That's not even funny, but... Pete Wicks. And, but they showed a clip of him talking beforehand. He's like, the water's like my second home. I feel at home and I'm so comfortable in it. Jumps out this helicopter. Next That's thing you what know, we were on the crowd. Man down. <laughs> it was just the way he was like, oh, I, feel like, I feel like I'm at home when I'm in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he jumped I out. I did feel for him though, because like... I feel like he needed that. Yeah, I but also that. I think everybody in there has their own problems as well that yeah. nobody else on the outside realises and it's only when they go in that they realise that they're actually a hell of a lot stronger than what they thought they were. Yeah, 
Um, that Fatima, oh my god, that first week. The older lady. She was amazing. Oh my god, she come out of that gas room and he was like, <laughs> and she spoke to him in there and she's he was like, like she's in like, have you been brought up on gas or something? Like, <laughs> you look absolutely fine. Everybody coming out, like, snot coming out, spit coming out. And, she's and like, she just yeah. took one breath, like, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, you are inspiring. Like, <laughs> oh god, massively. And then you hear their stories as well, and it's just like things that you can't even begin to imagine. No, yeah. But um, would you ever go on SAS Who Dares Win? No. Right, I'd like to. I feel like everyone always says to me, oh, you should go on that because you're fit, you're this, you're that, or whatever. It's more mental, isn't it? I'm mentally strong when it comes to physical stuff. I know, like, if they did their mount- <coughs> mountain <laughs> runs and stuff like that, I could do it. I couldn't deal with cold. I get scared in claustrophobic like water like water small spaces yeah like small spaces but underwater or whatever Mm. and um obviously it wouldn't be cold in that place because it's more hot but i just think there's a few things that would not be good for me yeah i don't love jumping into water from a height do they do the same thing every year quite a lot different yeah so, I don't, I just think I'm the world's biggest pussy. Like, I'd love to be able to do it. Um, you got to remember, you're tired as well, aren't you? They give you, yeah. like, I think someone was saying they give you about 800 calories a day as well. Oh, my God. Right, so first of all, I'd be absolutely starving. Secondly, I don't know if they do, like, dietary requirements. So, I'd be <laughs> so scared of shitting my pants. Because, like, if I've got to go, I've got to go. I can't hold it. Um, I would love... Do you, I don't know. I think if I was putting that, oh, I'd just love to do it, but I just don't think I'd be very good at it. Maybe I'll like, apply one year in secret and like, surprise everyone. I'd love to try it, like like you, but I just don't think I'd be very good at the water things. And also, like... Cost- yeah, but not everybody's good at everything. Like, I wouldn't, like, if you say about running up and down the mountains, my lungs would probably give up me, like, running up it. Yeah. I'd obviously train a little bit before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to train. But um, they say, like, it's mentally fit. Like, as long as you don't give up. They say, um, I definitely I definitely couldn't do it if it was in England and it was cold. Oh, God, no. I, oh, being cold and then being, like, wet and cold is the And worst tired thing and hungry. Yeah, I promise <laughs> me and Ali are not pussies, like, really. <laughs> or dramatic or anything. But, yeah, no. I think it's, it would be great to do to surprise yourself. Yeah, to, like, to see how far you get. But I'd also hate to be, like, told... I need your bag back, like, your arm bam back, you're yeah. done. I'd be like, no, like, I'd want to finish on my say-so. Yeah. And I get so competitive in those situations, like, not with other people, but with myself. I'd want to finish it. Yeah. I think that'd be, I reckon we apply for it one year. Oh, God. No, I did, I, I think I did apply for it one year. Oh. I think I did. Yeah, but we've not applied for it together. We'd be like a little duo. Oh, yes, could you imagine? Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we'd just send in an audition tape. Maybe maybe we could come as a pair and like you could do the water thing. <laughs> I'll do maybe. the running up the hill. That would yeah. be perfect. And then yeah, I reckon yeah, mate. That's it. We're gonna audition one day. Let's do it. Next, <laughs> next year. Yeah. Done. You have heard it here first. <laughs> if we don't get in, it's because they didn't want us. <laughs> mate, imagine if we got in. Imagine. What are the What are the odds of both of us getting in? Like, like mind you, it's got to be so slim. Yeah. What are the odds of one of us getting in? Still minute, but slightly higher. Yeah. I hope you get in. <laughs> I hope I do as well. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm hungry now, just thinking about it. Yeah. 
It'd be hell of a um, hell of an achievement. I'd do something stupid though, like forget to fill my water thing up. Oh god, yeah. I'd do it on purpose so everyone else would do press. Mine would be. Um, I've not. I don't know if it's been on this year. I think I've seen all of them. There's only two episodes so far, isn't there? Yeah. Or three. Um, when they do the white noise and put you in stress positions, I can't stand the sound of somebody chewing. Or like drinking, so how the hell am I gonna put up with that noise? I'm a baby crying and yeah, I'm just like oh my god, I can't shut it out. They do it for like twelve hours as well, don't they? What they're just standing there? Are you literally scratching your eyeball? <laughs> my eyes really itchy. Harry's <laughs> got a fingernail on the white of her eyeball, like not even <laughs> blinking, carrying on with this podcast. It's like looking at me with her <laughs> other eye. <laughs> That's how strong God. I am, guys. Like, <laughs> jeez. That's how tough I am. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Inhuman. <laughs> um, On that note, I think that's a good podcast. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope it helps you. If there's anything else that you feel like we could have added and we can add to next podcast, then please let us know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.